0: You're listening to the Mazingo Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Mozingo. Um, just a brief introduction on myself. I was a 15th round draft pick by the New York Mets in the 2003 MLB draft. And I was a 6th round pick by the Kansas City Royals in the 2006 MLB draft. Uh, I spent 6 seasons pitching professionally, and now I own Mazingo Baseball. And I am very excited to welcome y'all to the Mazingo Baseball Podcast. Enjoy. All right, we're back with part two with Lorenzo Peanut Bundy. Um, So where we left off in the first episode, Peanut had been drafted at a high school, goes to James Madison University, has a stellar career there. And goes undrafted, so we 're dealing with that heartbreak, and now um he's finally going to get his chance at professional baseball, so sit back and enjoy yeah.
1: yeah, I can imagine you know the the draft is such a crazy process to go through period um, but I just can't it's just it's hard to fathom right listening to you say you were drafted at high school, right, Yes. and then you go off and. You have these phenomenal years at JMU and in your summer leagues, and now the draft comes around. You played with all these first-round picks, put up numbers with any of them, and now not getting drafted. I just can't imagine what that was like for you. Well, if you if you
2: think about this, uh, the three top hitters in the state of Virginia at that time, the the three top collegiate hitters, and and this was pretty much a no-brainer. The three top hitters were Franklin Stubbs, from Virginia Tech. Okay. Sid Bream, from Liberty. Yep. And me. <laughs> yep. I mean, there, 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 there was no if. Uh, I mean, there were still some pretty good players throughout the. Uh, you know, uh, Mark Weisinger at Old Dominion. You know, he he got drafted. Uh, uh, Jay West and Mark Maleski at Virginia, they, those guys got drafted, uh, you uh, know, all the guys at tech and stuff got, got drafted. But I mean, there, there was no doubt who the three top hitters in the state of Virginia were, you know, stubby was a, uh, first round pick for the Dodgers. Sid Breen was a second or third round pick for the Dodgers, you know, and, you know, maybe, the Dodgers didn't take me because they took those guys afterwards, you know, after I'd had a chance to sign with them, you know, Uh, right. But, uh, it, it really, I mean, it was, it was really, really hard because, uh, you know, I just, you know, I just, you know, and you you're talking about fifty some rounds, you know. Right. <laughs> you're, you're talking right. fifty some rounds, and you're talking a thousand players getting drafted, and you're not one of them. And I'm like, you, what what what's wrong with this picture? You know. Right. You know. So uh, it uh, it really stung. It really stung, and and uh, I I mean I was at the point where now I was like, God, so what am I gonna do? You know. And right. uh, so you know we. This is what we did. We started we started we started hitting the road going to these trial camps. You know, the you know I drive to Lynchburg, I drive to such and such. I well uh, uh ended up uh driving one time to uh Johnson City trying to get signed. I, I I mean I I went I went to I went to a Lynchburg, I went to a Met camp in Lynchburg. That's when the Mets were still in Lynchburg in the Carolina League. Okay. Yep. I I went as a
1: catcher. Oh, okay.
2: I I I'm like all right, left-handed catcher. At that point you are just
1: like I'll I'll try anything, right? Yeah,
2: like left-handed catcher. Uh I'll oh, let's see. Left-handed catcher that's left-handed that runs pretty well. You know, I ran 685, 69, six, pretty much around the six eight six eight, six eight five range. You know, so Okay. So it was funny because this, this guy at I think this guy, this scout had seen me play a couple times in college and stuff. And he said, uh, he said, uh, you really want to play, don't you? I go, yeah, I want to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really want to play. So he goes, I'll see what I can do. And I, I had, I had, I went to this camp and I rode with a guy by the name of Reno Darkus. And this, huh? guy, this guy named Reno Darkus, ironically, he had went to uh Montevideo High School also. Okay. And and this guy, you know, he was, uh, he was a little bit younger than I was. But this guy was some kind of athlete, and he could fly. I mean, he could fly. So I told him, I said, when we were in the 60s, I want to run against you. Because I just wanted to – I just wanted to – I needed somebody to push me as hard as I could. I, I know I wasn't going to beat him. But I, right. but I was going to run up his shirt. To, I was going to be running up his ass. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry about that. No, uh, I got you. I got you. I, I, I wanted to be running as fast as I could. And if I'm chasing him, I knew, I knew that was going to be, so I ended up running a six, eight that day. That was my best time.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Maybe, maybe squeak out a, a, a few tenths of a second or something there. It'd yes. be nice. right? Exa- exactly. That's the plan.
2: And uh, you know, I'd swung the bat well and this and that and, you know, so the scout calls me and he says, "Uh, he says, I'll get back to you in a couple of days. So, uh, you know, I'm thinking I got it. I think I oh, got it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. He calls back and he says, he says, uh he says, Lorenzo, I'm sorry. I, I just couldn't get anything done. Our People just, they, they wouldn't pull the trigger. And I said, okay. You know, so, uh, so finally I was like, God, I'm thinking this is it, you know. So, now, the, we're getting towards the end of the summer. And I get a phone call right at the end of July from Joe Branzil. Who is a scout for the Rangers. Okay. And he said, Lorenzo, would you be interested? In, and Joe would see me play. You know, same guy that had signed Billy Sample. Same guy that signed uh, Jim Barb with the Rangers from JMU, you know. And he said, "He said, would you be interested in flying down to Asheville, North Carolina?" Yeah. So I ended up flying to Asheville, and I worked out that day. Uh, the manager of that team was uh, Tom Robinson, and uh, Joe Klein was the uh, minor league director for the Rangers at the time. He was in town, and uh, they ended up okay. they ended up signing me right there. And so I ended up joining. Nice. I joined that team in Asheville for the last month of the season. So, you know, I I did pretty good. I hit 290 for the month with uh, three homers and uh, like 17 or 18 RBIs. And uh, you know, I was pretty pretty competitive. Uh, ended up driving back home. With uh, the shortstop on our team, a kid by the name of uh Curtis Wilkerson who who okay. uh ended up playing in the big leagues for the Rangers and a few other teams, but uh he was uh, he was from Dinwiddie, and uh ended up uh, driving me back to Petersburg, which was right next door to Dinwiddie, and uh, with my uh my uh my my girlfriend, and we drove back to JMU. And this was uh, this was because uh, I was going back to get my last two classes at JMU. Okay. So I, I needed two more classes. So I get back and uh, I do my two classes and and so this was it was kind of perfect, you know. I was working uh, at a off campus store and uh, working out and you know and just getting ready for spring training. So yep. I go, you know, I go I go to spring training with the Rangers, Plant City, Florida. So I went into camp in really good shape, you know, working out with JMU and everything, you know, and running and this and that. And so the Rangers had this thing called the, in Plant City, the complex, the minor league complex, was kind of surrounded by this park area, you know. So so they okay. had this two and a half mile run that you had to do when you got to spring training.
1: Oh boy.
2: So I don't know what two and a half miles has to do with baseball, but I was I was ready for it, you know. <laughs> so yep. the the first day we did it, I finished about forty five seconds ahead of everybody. All right. So a lot on these on this run, you know, like I said, you go through a bunch of trees and stuff like that. But you know, most of the time you're running on a, like an asphalt type uh, situation, you know. So yep. The next day uh, we did it again, like two days later. Well, th- well, this day they they put coaches, they stationed coaches throughout the run. So I figured out. They thought I was cheating.
1: Gotcha. I, that's what I figured you were going with. They, they thought I was cheating.
2: Chip on the shoulder again. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> right. chip on the shoulder again. I I added fifteen more seconds to my time. I took fifteen more seconds. Off <laughs> nice. my time. So right. now we go through spring training and this and that. You know. Well right at the end of spring training, I get released. Uh, I get released. Uh, they called me in and they said, uh, they said, uh, Lorenzo, you know, there was no bonus money involved or nothing. You know, i to signed a free agent contract in Asheville. Right. And uh, right. it was like, and I, I was playing pretty well. And uh, one of the coaches on my team that was a guy by the name of Greg Jimminson. And, uh, and he was talking to me afterwards and he said, he says, he says, "Lo, I'm sorry, man. It's, 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 uh, they didn't want to, they had no b- bonus money in you or anything like that. So it was just, right. Okay. I didn't, I, did, I didn't, I okay. didn't even go back to Tappahannock. I didn't even want to go back to Tappahannock. I mean, it was like, yep. I mean, I was just like, wow. So I get back and, uh, you know, Madison's uh, during their season. And uh, so the late, great Dr. Ron Carrier, our our president. So I'm there and I'm at a game and he says, uh, he says, what you going to do? And I said, well, I guess I'm going to have to uh, put your degree to work. Well right. the good thing about that was uh the good thing about getting released I I was able to march and get my diploma in uh in the spring. Right. You know. Yep. And my mom and dad were able to come and uh and a couple of other family members and stuff. But that that was really uh that was really special. And yep, uh, absolutely. so as I was walking, walking up to get my degree, I handed Dr. Carey a, a pack of Levi Garrett tobacco because <laughs> he oh, would okay. always come and sit in the dugout and, you know, his thousand dollar suits and there would be a chew and the tobacco would be rolling down his all over those suits and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, he was he was one special man. No doubt about it. Yeah. And so uh he says, Well, you wanna help Brad out while rest of the rest of the year? And you know, which was during the ECAC playoffs and all that stuff. So I said, Yeah, you know, so you know, he paid me a little bit of money and uh for you know, month and a half, six weeks, you know. I was kinda like you know, throwing batting in practice, hitting fungos, helping the guys, you know. And uh yeah. so now uh their season ends and now I'm starting to I'm just I'm I'm just like what what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? You know and uh, a good friend of mine that had you know when I played in the Valley League during the summer I worked on I worked on the buildings and grounds crew at JMU. You know, cutting grass, uh, lawnmower, trimming trees, whatever. But mostly if they really wanted to get work out of me, they had to put me on J. Ward Longfield. <laughs> that's when they that's when <laughs> yeah, that's when just, they were yep. really going to get some work out of me. You know, working working work yep. on the baseball field, okay, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you'll get something out of me there, you know. And uh so one of the guys that worked on the Gr- bills and grounds crew was a guy by the name of Mike Jenkins.
0: And okay.
2: and uh you know, Mike Mike played in the uh, Rockingham County League, you know, the other league in the, in in the, right, and uh, so Mike now is trying to get me to play, and I got an attitude right now. I'm like, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not playing, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, right, you know, yep, you know, I don't want to play and this and that, and uh, so he finally came and got me, and he, he talked me into playing. And the first game that I played in the county league, I hit two long home runs. Two long okay. home runs. I mean, yeah. And uh, and so right then and there, I was like, "You can't quit. You got to keep going." You know. So I right.
1: That's all. That's, that's all you needed. That, that first home run just yeah. said, "Ah, I got to get yeah, back I, into I can't this." Right. Up on
2: this, I, I mean, I, I hadn't picked up a bat as far as hitting you know, you know the whole time with Madison I, I I was working as a coach you know and I, since I got I right. got released to spring training in the, at the end of March and now we're at the end of May you know I hadn't picked up a bat in two months no, two and a half months and so right. I go and I hit two home runs so now I start getting serious about it again and I so I, once again I start start traveling around trial camps you know here I go again Trial camps. Trial camps. You know, right, you know, yeah. This and that, you know. And uh I mean I went to Johnson City, Tennessee with the Cardinals, uh, worked out there, this and that. I mean it was just I mean and it was it was coming up crickets. And then and then f- right. finally and I don't I don't know if you know this guy or not, Bob Weiss. Bob Weiss manages the the Harrisonburg Turks now in the Valley League. Well Bob and okay, Bob's no, an older worry. guy. He 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 owns a used car dealership in in Harrisonburg. Bob had Bob had played at okay. Madison College before it became James Madison, you know, and uh, and he's okay. just a big baseball guy. Just a big baseball guy loves baseball, and he, you know he's been the head coach of the Turks in the in the, in the Valley League now. He he kind of runs that team now after Mister Lime passed away, and. uh Yep. And so uh, I went to Bob, and I I had this tryout set up in Alexandria, with the Pirates A ball team in Alexandria, of the Carolina League. So I don't have yep. a car. Uh, this whole this whole time uh, <laughs> this whole time, Harold, I don't have a car. You know, I've never had a car. I, I I've never wow. owned a car. I mom and dad had two Junkers back home, and we survived with. And I drove one of those. You know. And But I, I never had a car. When I went off to of school, I didn't have a car. I've never had a car. Bob Weiss loaned me a right. car to drive to Alexandria off of his car lot. All right. And I get up there, and I'm working out, and uh, the manager of the team is a guy by the name of Johnny Lippon. So in your readings, in your Google or whatever, Johnny, Johnny Lippon had played shortstop for the uh, Cleveland Indians. And uh, okay, pretty, pretty, pretty special guy. So, Johnny Lippon was the manager, pitching coach was Dave. Oh, god, how can I forget this name right now? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it happens. Geez, I mean, it's uh, this is really scary because. Uh, he, he was a pitching coach for the Mets in the big leagues for three or four years. Uh, Dave, 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 Jesus Christ, come on. Well, anyway, he's a left-hander, left handed pitching coach. And so he's going to throw me BP. And so he comes up to me and he goes, where do you like it, young man? Yeah, I'm left-handed hitter. What do you, where do you think, Harold? Down in the.
1: I would down guess you're going to say low and in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: And so, I, you yeah. know, I, I, I've I, never thought I was a guy that would get up and bat in batting practice and, you know, hit home runs. But that's what you got to do in those type of situations, you know. And uh, so there you go, down and in. And, I'm, and I got, I guess you would call it the launch ankle going.
1: <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Me, here we I go. Had,
2: and as as we as, as we may talk, I am not a launch angle guy. I'm sorry. Uh, that's it. And that's a different yep. ball game and we'll talk about that on another program. <laughs> but uh yep. so I'm I'm hitting balls out of the ballpark. And uh, and Lip comes up to me and he goes, God he goes and, and he's God damn, you can hit. You know, just like that to him. That's it. That's his that's his voice. And <laughs> Lip was a lip, lip was a very yep. energetic guy. So, Lip invites me to spring training. He said, you're going to spring training with me. I I said, all right. All right, so so now I'm all excited. I I go back to JMU, and I'm working out. And now we're in the fall of the year. And about October, I get a phone call. And it's from a guy by the name of Murray Cook, who's the minor league director for the Pirates. And Murray had also seen me play at JMU when he was scouting. And uh, he says, Lorenzo, I understand John Lippon invited you to spring training. He says, uh, says, well, really, Johnny didn't have that power to do that, you know. Uh, But uh, Uh – So and, and to be honest, Lorenzo, there there's not a y- you really don't have a chance of making any of our teams. You know, we got a couple of first basemen that are we got ticketed to go to a ball and double A and this and that and all this stuff. You know, I mean, pretty much saying everything to to detour me from uh from coming. Well, right. I said uh, he says and he says, if you come. You got to pay your way down and you got to pay your own housing. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I told him, I said. I said, Mary, I just want a fair shake. If uh, OK, I'm coming, I'll pay my housing and I'll, I'll pay my way down.
1: Wow, you must really love yeah. baseball. That's so, all I can say. And
2: that's where we were. <laughs> so, so I worked out yep. the rest of the, the winter, you know, with the Dukes, and uh, and then here comes the problem. The Dukes take off for their southern trip, and uh, oh, excuse me, uh, I gotta go back. Let's let's backtrack. All right, so so Murray tells me this. So now I'm working out of this and that. Now, a month later, Murray leaves the Pirates and joins the Yankees as GM. Oh, nice! So now I get a follow-up <laughs> phone call a month later, and it's from Branch Rickey. Branch is taking over yeah. at the minor leagues for the uh, for the Pirates. So, so I guess Branch tells, okay. uh, leaves a note or tells Murray that uh, there's this guy, Lorenzo Bundy, that's supposed to be coming to, that's coming to spring training. He's going to pay his way down, this and that. He says, you, you can call him and tell him whatever you want to tell him, you know. So I get a call from Branch, and Branch tells me, that he pretty much tells me the same thing that Murray had told me. And I pretty much tell Branch, right. I'm still coming. <laughs> so I get right. down there. Uh, yep. So now... The Dukes take off for. I think they did their spring, their, their southern trip to Florida or nothing to Georgia or somewhere. Georgia. They were going to Georgia, I believe. Whatever. So. So now I go home. And the only, only swings I get is my my sister flipping me, wiffle balls in the Essex High School gym. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, you know, there was no cage, then. there was no cage in our area, you know? Right. Uh, right. So I, I'm, I'm hitting wiffle balls and, uh, she's flipping me wiffle balls, my sister. So now yeah. I go down to spring training and the thing about spring training was my report date was the first day of minor league games. They they oh, wouldn't nice. they wow. didn't let me get the first you know the first week ten days you know where the fundamentals batting practice you know cut off at me you know all the right
1: yeah so so you you so now you've gone from your sister throwing you flip yes. to facing live hitting yes live pictures. so so I'll, you know <laughs> nice. I take the
2: greyhound from Virginia to Bradenton, Florida. So now I got to find a yep. hotel. So you're, right. you're gonna love this part of the story. So I'm looking so I end up finding this place. It's about it's like twenty bucks a night. You know, it's a small hotel. And it's about okay. three miles, three and a half miles from Pirate City.
1: Oh boy, and you don't have a vehicle.
2: So so I would I would wake up at six AM and start walking. And wow. I'd walked it, I'd walked to the hotel and, uh, I walked to pirate city and after two or f- three days, you know, guys that had cars would we driving. They'd see me walking with my bag and stuff and they'd pick me up. So the first day, the first day that I did the walk, like, the first day I walked the whole way, you know, got to the clubhouse, got my uniform. All right. I had to sign a waiver. Also, I had to sign a medical waiver that if I got hurt, the pirates were not responsible. Oh wow. How about that? How about that? So here we go. First first day. All right. You know, six days ago I had wiffle balls. That's that's been it. That's been it. Right. First day. All right. It rains. We get rained out. So the only good thing about that was I did to get get a chance to get some swings in the cage. You know, that day. So we come back the next day. We're playing our first game against the White Sox. And Lips got me hitting six. And uh, he says, go get him! Let's go. Let's go. You got this. You know, he's he, I mean, he was such an energetic person. Yeah. So we're playing the White Sox. And the guy that's pitching for the White Sox, he's got his name on the back, you know, but nobody else does. So I figure out that uh, that's a 40-man roster guy, you know. Okay. Guys. So it's 40-man roster guy. And he, he, he's running it up there pretty good, 93, 94, whatever, you know. So I get in the box, and I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. Well, first pitch, fastball down and in. Line, line drive to right field, base hit, bullet. All right. So I, I come around. Good start. I come around the score. You know, guys give me high fives and stuff like that. Up walks Willie Stargell. He comes up to me and he goes, uh, hey, nice going, young man. He says, nice. I like to swing. He goes, I'm Willie Stargell. I go, I know who the hell you are.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know who
2: you are. He goes, "Keep up, yeah. keep up the good work.
1: Yeah, but that's gotta feel really good right there, right? Oh, yeah,
2: I mean Willie Stargell was telling me he likes my swing, you know. Okay.
1: Yeah. So
2: Harold, Harold, from that time on, I hit everything. Day in and day out, I hit. And I hit Homer, double, Homer, single, double. So now we're we've been through about ten days of spring training. Ten days of games, you know. So now we're getting close to. Well, now I'm getting to the point now where I'm running out of money. You know,
1: right? Understandable. Yeah, yeah I'm,
2: I'm running out of money. You know, you know. I know two hundred dollars didn't sound like, but it, that was a lot of money back then. <laughs> you know, I'm. So now I'm. I'm pretty much especially a,
1: especially for a minor minor league baseball player. That's yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm running out of money you know i'm i'm i got i got pretty much i go to lip and i go lip i got i got enough money to get home by bus if these people don't sign me he says all right let me let me go talk to branch so he comes back and he goes he goes where you staying and i tell him the name of the hotel he goes i'll pick you up tomorrow at 7 a.m. So, Johnny Lippon drives by the next day, picks me up, and I move into Pirate City. And who's my roommate? Bobby Bonilla. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> my roommate. My roommate. That's my roommate. So.
1: Still getting paid to this day, right? Bobby yeah. Bonilla. Uh,
2: July 1st, $1.2
1: Yeah, unreal. So, Best deal in the history yeah, of deals, right?
2: 2030 or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so Lip picks me up and I move into Pirate City. So and I'm still hitting. I'm hitting. So we get rained out one day, and so we're just, you know, just laying in a room watching TV. So the intercom comes on and it's uh Time Kaiser. Time Kaiser's assistant minor league director. So the intercom comes out, Lorenzo Bundy, would you report to Tom Kaiser's office? Tom Kaiser ended up being president of the Texas League for like 20 years. Okay. Anyway, so so I walk in and Tom goes, he goes, Lorenzo, would you sign here? And I, I said, yeah, yeah. So I signed a contract. And then he goes. I understand you were staying at a hotel. You wouldn't happen to have the receipts from that hotel, would you? I said, yeah, I do. He says, you get those receipts to me, I'll, I'll reimburse you. I said, okay, thank you. Nice. And then he, then he goes, yeah. what's, what's the closest airport to, to your hometown? I said, uh, Richmond. And so he says, well, I'll, I'll get you travel money for that. So this, this is a spring training of 1983. So the the next day they release a first round pick first baseman that had been around for like six years and hadn't gotten out of e ball. Brett Brad Garnett. Brad Garner. Big 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 okay. uh, You talking about big time your launch angle, swing and miss, this is him, you know. Um, I big Texas boy can hit a ball five hundred and fifty feet. There's no doubt about it. He, I mean, it would take two, probably two of my best shots to get one of his, you know, but he never, but he never hit me, you know, so, so they signed. Right. And, you know, I'm down in the clubhouse the next day and Branch Ricky comes up to me and he goes, he goes, you know, I saw you play one game at James Madison. I didn't think you could play neither. He says, you proved me wrong. And uh, so, you know, Branch ends up being, uh, He's still the president of the PCL. He's been the president of P- for over like okay. twenty some years. But we're we're like we're like good friends now. Every every time I got thrown out of a game in the PCL, I never got fined. <laughs> I never oh, ever, nice. He, he goes, nice. "What's going on? What are you doing?" I said, "Branch, you know me. Come on. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't say anything. You know, just stuff like that. You know." But he, he's really he's really yeah. a close friend now. And and uh, good. So we we go to car we go to the Carolina League 1983, and you know we hit 25 and drove and drove in 90 and I missed three weeks with a pull with a, with a hamstring pull. You know, and I drove in 88 and it was second in the league in homers, third in the league in RBIs. You know.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a pretty good uh, pretty good yeah, season I there. Mean,
2: a couple of home runs off of Dwight Gooden. You know, I mean, I mean, the Carolina right. league. was loaded. Carolina league was right. loaded that year. You got Dwight Gooden, you got Lenny Dykstra, you got Sam Horn, you got Dwayne Ward, Toronto, Jimmy Key, Toronto. Uh, I yeah. mean, Jimmy Key was on that Winchester staff when I was in the valley. When I was in the valley. Okay. I mean, J- Jimmy Key was right. a better hitter than he was a pitcher. I oh, tell you that much oh, wow. right now. Jimmy Key could hit. He was right, but he was right-handed. He he hit right-handed. Yeah, you, oh, know, and, you know, he played at Clemson. You know, but uh, so I mean, Carolina League '83. You know, great year. Uh, and Lip was like, just flying. He was like, I told you, I told him, that. I told him, uh, uh, Buns. He goes, Buns. I told him you could hit.
0: Then. We've got one more part left in this series with Peanut. I'm um, in part three. Peanut's gonna tell us about how his playing career um sort of came to an end before he transitioned into coaching. So y'all stay tuned for that. Thanks for watching the Mazingo Baseball Podcast. I need y'all to do me a favor, go follow me on my social media accounts. It's gonna be Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And all of them are gonna be at Mazingo Baseball. That's at Mazingo Baseball. Okay. Go out and check out the website, mazingobaseball.com. And do me a huge favor and check out the e-guide I wrote called Young Guns. You won't be disappointed. Um, It's all about developing youth baseball pitchers, and we cover almost everything in there. It comes with supplemental um, video content. I think right now we're at about 50 videos strong and still adding on to that, okay? You don't want to miss out on that. All right, so go check those things out.